Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the NFL podcast, Laces Out. And we've got special guest, and we've got NFL football to talk about. What more could you want from a podcast? Don't answer that. If you're checking us out on YouTube, that's awesome. It's amazing. It's better if you subscribe. Secret things happen when you subscribe. I can't tell you what because it's a secret. If you're listening along, that's fine. But if you could subscribe as well, secret things will happen to you too. It's a secret. So, here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. Recording in progress. She's not wrong. At least I don't think she is. No, she's not wrong. (laughs) So, I am here. My co-host, Paul Williams, is here. And live via satellite. He's he's up there on the top of the fantasy table. I know that much. That's all I'm going to say. He's been on before. He's back again to tell us all how to actually win at fantasy football. Matthew, two T's hurler he. Welcome to you, sir. Good evening. Good evening. So he's even putting in. How are you doing? The, he's even putting in the live by satellite pauses for authenticity. It's awesome. <laughs> um. If you're randomly listening to this without listening, without checking out the title of this podcast, this is the Laces Out podcast, Yorkshire's number one NFL podcast official. Uh, as I said, I've got a, I've got a co-host, I've got a, I've got a special guest. What more could we need? Well, let's get started. Is is something? Let's get started. Let's get the fantasy football out of the way, shall we? Let's talk about. Really? Let's talk about how, if having Kirk Cousins in on your team isn't bad enough, to leave him on the bench, which means that you lose the game. That's that's my fantasy season in a nutshell. Kirk Cousins managed to somehow pull 27 points out of his ass, but uh, they were no good sitting on the bench, where Baker Mayfield was like, I can manage 11, I think. You know, when he was on minus three at one point, that's probably an improvement. Um, if 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 you hadn't guessed, I did not win in fantasy this week. Paul, did you? I did. Swine. By the by, the skin of my teeth. So when Sunday evening slash Monday morning here in the UK finished, I had a two point lead over Mr. Matthew Moore, alumni of this podcast and several other on the Cooking Cast Network. Um, had a two point cushion. With just the Buffalo Bills defense left to play, oh! What can only be described as a <coughs> questionable move 
by myself, I decided to pull the defence from the game, which was met with incredible derision by Mr Moore himself. He was not happy that I was engaging in dirt and cool, so to speak. So I placed the defence back into the game and uh, still won by two points as they scored zero. Master Kemp. Uh, well, you win some, you lose some. Condolences to Matthew Moore. Congratulations to uh, my opponent. I think it was James. I'm sure it was somebody. Matthew, I almost don't need to ask if you had a win this week. Because I imagine there aren't many weeks where you don't have a win. Uh, we're now on we're now, we're now on the move with uh, with with two T's. He's he's uh he's our he's our roving reporter. While we while we wait for Oh, we could end up. We could end up in uh, like Roger Goodell's dungeon basement or whatever it is. Well, I've in the kitchen. Excellent, he's back. <laughs> can't, wait, can't wait for this to go on YouTube. Live in the kitchen, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say closer to the router or the satellite, <laughs> whichever you want. Matthew, Listen. Matthew, can you hear us, Matthew? At yeah, I can hear you. Fantastic. Did you win in fantasy this week? I did, yeah. There's um, a surprise. It was, uh, it was a bit tighter, tighter than I thought, or I'd have liked. Um, I was about 30 points behind him, and I think he had AJ Brown playing for Tennessee, and I had... Derrick Henry, the Buffalo kicker. I think that could have been it. But Derrick Henry scored about 30 points on his own, didn't he? So. Three touchdowns and ran for a bunch of yards, I believe. Yeah. The man is hands when, down a machine. When when doesn't he run for a bunch of yards? Well, let's face <laughs> it, he's got crazy now, stats. Don't want to be stepping on any toes for the, for the stats. Is there anything in the stats about Derrick Henry's rushing yards? Can I have a cursory? Because if there's not, I'll give a stat that someone told me today at work. Do you know something? It would appear that there is nothing about Derrick Henry in the stats. Um, so... No, not that kind of see. Need to need to rectify need to ratify this just to be on the safe side. But mm. apparently, Derrick Henry's yards after contact is higher than any player in the t- in the uh, in the entire league's rushing stats. Jesus. So he's gained more yards after someone's tried to tackle him than anyone's rushed for. In general, is a beast, which is. is absolutely insane. Yeah, 
Is it something ridiculous? Like he's already at like six hundred yards for the season, or like or eight hundred yards for the season, or something, something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see if I can find his stats. Um, so he's only had one game so far this season where he hasn't rushed for a hundred yards. Yeah, that was the first game. That was the first game of the season against Arizona. 58 um, yards. He's yep. getting warmed up then, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, just... Total scrimmage yards. He's... Oh, my God. I, I, I think at the start of the season... I, in fact, go back, to the, go back to the pre-season podcast. I believe I may have said, yeah, I think this will be the season where Derek Henry starts to slow down. Why do I ever open my mouth on this podcast? You not, said that to me, Bill, as well, didn't you? Not it? like it's on record. It was because he's been he's been the Russian leader for the last two years running, and it's like surely you can't just keep beating your body up like that and expect to get the results. But he's just he must be nearly a foot taller than any other running back in the league because he just looks massive when he's stood up. Like when he's up straight and running, he is huge. Mm. Running backs, running backs aren't supposed to be built like that. They're supposed to be like small and squat, aren't they? There is like all the all the power in the legs, but he's just he's just an absolute anomaly. He's, he's unbelievable. He's ridiculous. Absolutely. So speaking of last week's games, ah uh, uh, uh. no, ah uh, ah uh, uh. no. Oh, oh now then. Matthew, is this your first rodeo this season? This season, yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, really? Well, then, I believe Paul has got some questions for you. Excellent. (laughs) Hi, Welcome along to the show that never ends until about, you know, 45 minutes in. So, obviously... For those who have been watching or, or listening for the past season or the past six or seven weeks, obviously any guest that comes on, we've been given we've been getting their opinions on what they think the Super Bowl uh, matchup's going to be, who they think's going to win, and which player is going to be picked as the Super Bowl MVP. So Matthew, who do you think is going to play in the Super Bowl? Um. I think it's tough because I've got I've got three teams from each conference. So I've got I was torn between like the Bills, the Ravens, and the Titans because I don't think the Chiefs I don't think the Chiefs will make it this year. Something's wrong. Something's wrong there. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. But yeah, I'll choose I'm, I'm choosing between them three, and then on the NFC. I've got obviously the books, the cards, and the Rams. Okay. Um, I've been listening to a few podcasts, and a lot of people at the start didn't really mention the Rams. I think it went until Ma- Matthew Moore. He, uh, he was he was he was indeed the first person to pick the Rams, and so far the only person to pick. Yeah, but I think betting wise, I think I'd have to go for the books in the NFC. Unfortunately. Yeah. Are you sticking with that? Are you sticking with that pick the Buccaneers? Yeah, I think I think 
I think TB12 haven't lost anything really, has he? And they've got a lot of weapons. I mean, Gronk plays now and then, doesn't he? Um, they've got decent wide receivers. Certainly Good running back, so yeah. And then on the AFC... Uh, see, I like the Bills, but um, I don't really know what, that, what happened to them at the weekend. That last player... Um, made me down a bit so I think I'm going to go for the Ravens interesting I think so. I think it's Lamar's year I think so amazingly we've got to the seventh person coming on the podcast and we have got the seventh different Super Bowl <laughs> pick this is unbelievable that's exciting no one's like, I mean but that, that is that, that just goes to prove just how sort of wide open this, the, the league's become this season. Because obviously yeah. in the start of the season, I think a lot of people would have picked the Chiefs. I mean, three people have picked the Chiefs, but... And I, I, was it last week I was saying, or the week before I was saying, if I could have my pick over again, I wouldn't be picking the Chiefs now. Like, I, I don't think you. I don't think you're on your own. Man, no, like Matt was saying, yeah. I think we've covered it. We've covered it a couple of times. There is something seriously wrong with that team. I don't, I don't think, think it's it, necessarily. I don't necessarily think it's all on Mahomes either, because no. obviously he nah. threw a couple of he threw a couple of picks at the weekend, but the first one was one that just basically bounced off the receiver's hands and just popped up nicely for the for the defensive back just to take. So. Yeah. I always I always hate that those go down as an interception against the quarterback because that throw was on target. The receiver just completely fucked it up. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Shouldn't go against, shouldn't go against the uh, the quarterback, but does. It's it's one of those weird sort of annoying little foibles of the NFL. So you've gone for the Bucks versus the Ravens. Yeah. Which team are you going for the uh, for the win? I'm going to go for Bucks again. I think. So you are the you are the third. I'll give them a good game, but yeah, you're the third person to pick the Bucks to repeat. Yeah. Do I need, do I need to ask who you're picking as the MVP? Uh. Yeah, Mr. Brady. Oh dear. Sorry. Okay, so that is your season-long Super Bowl pick, which brings me on to the regular season. And who do you think will be the regular season MVP? Obviously, we've had six weeks worth of games to sort of judge this on. So, um, yeah, I'm probably going to go for Kyler Murray. Good finally happened, We've finally got a duplication of an MVP pick and it's happened in back-to-back weeks so obviously the the homer himself the Cardinals fan Mr. James Forrester Gray has picked Kyle Murray shock horror and Mr. Two Teams Hurley has indeed picked Kyle Murray I think I mean if the season was to end today I don't think there's any I don't think there's any doubt that he's no, the the heavy favourite. Yeah, um, I mean, outside of that, you could you could argue that Derek Henry's up there. Yeah, if he continues, yeah. obviously, if he continues, 
put my teeth back in. If he continues to have the season that he's having, he's gonna he's gonna have clips two thousand uh, two thousand yards rushing. He'll probably he'll probably get the record for yards rushing yards, which is still held by Eric Dickerson. And I think he's on target to beat the rushing attempts record, which I believe is also held by Eric Dickerson. Don't quote me on that one, though. But, yeah, I, I won't be surprised if it's, uh, if it's Kyler. But there we go. I mean, Alan, John, that is uh, week, uh, not week six, so that is, uh, that is Mr. Hurley's season-long picks. Done. In the book. Actually is in the book. They, they, in they, the all go, they all go in a book. So, as I jumped the gun earlier, uh, I believe... It is now time to talk last week's games. Uh, the stats mistress was well happy telling me earlier today that she's doing really well in her pickums because uh, last week she got uh, one wrong. And then informed me that she was wrong and she got two wrong. I was like, all right, okay. Uh, I went to do my pickums and was like, I only got two wrong. So, uh uh, anyway, I don't think I got too wrong in uh, in the podcast pickums, but let's find out. Paul, what did last week shape up to look like? So obviously we had two guests on the podcast last week, uh, the aforementioned indeed, VNG, and Mr. Matthew Moore was also on for a second appearance of the season. So we had two guests picking up selections. Um, Sadly, one of those guests didn't really come to play as he only picked 8 out of 14 games correctly. So sadly, not getting a point for the guest this week was Mr. JFG with really? 8 out of 14 selections correct. Um, we then have a tie for second place, if you will, with 11 out of 14 picks correct. It was the other guest Mr. Matthew Moore and co-host of the NFL podcast, Mr. Paul Williams, which means, ladies and gentlemen, getting his first win of the season, Mr. Andrew Cook with 12 out of 14 picks, correct? He, he must have followed his pick pick in, but He's, he's absolutely nailed it. Only the Dolphins, lol, and the Bills, mm. not lol, letting him down. Uh, yeah. I, I was the same, apart from the fact that the Panthers let me down giving me the 11 out of 14 correct. So, uh, what the overall scores for the season, you may be asking, is the guest, one point. Mr. Cook slides back into second place with his one and a half points, still with that two-point cushion. Mr. Williams with three and a half points. No. You know what goes nicely with uh, week six predictions, Andrew? Salsa? I mean, it, it sounds like a great combo. 
Just throw it out. Probably, probably, probably some, probably some statistician-based or statistic-based nonsense. So apparently, uh, we've been let down in the stats already by missing out on a Derek, um, a juicy Derek Henry stat. Um, this point in time, I do want to give a shout out to the stats mistress. Uh, the stats mistress this week has provided the stats. Even though she has suffered an NFL-style injury and is out for the season, ladies and gents. Yes, broken ankle, on crutches, uh, out for the season. She, uh, she, she likened her injury to an NFL-style injury. Uh, apparently, uh, body went one way, leg went other way, and ankle went a completely third way. Um, so... For those, for those people out there just thinking, oh, what a hilarious bit. No, no, this is a legit injury. She has actually broken her She's on IR. She is on IR. She is, she is on... She is on... Yeah, she is... L-T-I-R. She is out for the season. Obviously, she may return uh, in time for the playoffs, but it's not it's not looking great, I'm afraid. So, uh, obviously, she has provided not only myself, but Paul and Matt both with stats. Um, I will double check, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably provided to her by Nate Davis. Uh, but I cannot confirm that. So if these if these stats are not from Nate and they're from somebody else, I do apologise. Um, but um, I gave my co-host the lion's share of the stats because we had an uneven number. Um, and nobody wants to listen to me talk for any longer than they have to. So, week six NFL stats look a little something like this. Number one. Speaking of number one, the number one team in the NFL, at least in terms of record, remains the Arizona Cardinals. The franchise is 6-0 for the first time since it left St. Louis. Following the 1987 season, embarrassing the Browns 34, uh, 37-14 in Cleveland on Sunday, and without the help of head coach Cliff Kingsbury. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but week in, week out, I will, I, all I say is I am loving Cardinals football. Number two... With the Broncos and the Browns both falling to 3-3 three and three on Sunday, Mayfield, three turnovers, again struggling to pass the ball while getting beaten up, and Teddy Bridgewater giving up the ball, an uncharacteristic four times. You also have to wonder how quickly Denver and Cleveland will aggressively enter the quarterback market. Yikes. Number three. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes has eight interceptions in the past five games. He's never had more than 12 in one season. It's worth noting some of those picks should really be charged to wide receiver Tyreek Hill. Which is what Paul was saying. Uh, and my final... Recording in progress. Small, small technical error. Um, one that we will rectify, I'm sure. 
Um, but let's uh, let's finish up them stats, shall we? My final stat for this week before we jump over to Machu is uh, the Dallas Cowboys scored their two thousand five hundred and two touchdown in overtime. A thirty-five yard strike from quarterback Dak Prescott to wide receiver CeeDee Lamb enabled the Cowboys to escape New England with a 35-29 victory over the Patriots. In a contest that wasn't nearly as close as the box score. Now 5-1, the Cowboys already have a three-game lead over the rest of the NFC East. Prescott's 445 yards through the air were the most ever surrendered by one of Belichick's teams. Uh, right, Matthew, I believe you have also got some stats. Go. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Belichick's teams, the Patriots had never started a season at 0-4 and four at Gillette Stadium until now. The last time they dropped their first 12 home games was in 1993. The second start, after making 149 consecutive regular season starts since he was taken in the third round of the 2012 draft, Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson, finger surgery, missed his first NFL game Sunday night. Backup, Geno Smith, made his first start since 2017 when he was infamously tabbed to end former New York Giant QB Eli Manning's string of 210 consecutive starts. Start number three. The Jacksonville Jaguars hadn't made a single field goal during this season's Norton Five start, but Matthew Wright drilled three, three on Sunday in London, including the two longest of his career. A 54-yard that had a dramatic draw left and game-winning 53-yard at the gun as the Jags broke their 20-game winless skid for a 23-20 victory coach Urban Myers first in the NFL the Detroit Lions not on six are now the NFL's lone winless team but Sunday's 34-11 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals was the first time Dan Campbell's team truly looked non-competitive Afterward, Campbell said, Jared Goff isn't in danger of being benched, yet the quarterback has also clearly been put on notice. He said, I feel like he needs to step up more than he has. Campbell said of the quarterback, and I think he needs to help us, just like everybody else, and I think he's going to need to put up a little bit of weight on his shoulders here, and it's time to step up and make some throws and do some things. I want to see him step up. I do because I think he can do it. I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't want I don't wanna be the guy that's like but but he's gone to the fucking lions. Yeah. What what did people expect? He went from being like this this golden child to being I'm trying to think of a nice way of putting it. Um, if you went to the Lions, what would you be playing like? You'd be like, 
It's been thrown uh, to the Lions, isn't it? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's that sort of thing. Like, I mean, you look at, in, in the contrast, like, you look at how well Stafford's been playing in, in LA because shock horror, he's got weapons around him that he can actually throw the ball to. So, so I had this whole thing, and I'm sure if you go back to like the start of the season, um, I was very much in the camp of, um, you know, Stafford going to the Rams isn't going to do anything. Stafford's not a great quarterback. He's, you know, stumbled his way through season after season after season with the Lions. And as, as week in, week out, I'm happy to say I was wrong about X thing I said at the start of the season, and this is one of them. Um, like I've said before, certain quarterbacks just don't fit with certain teams, but do fit with other teams. So... Yeah. I think the Rams got the better deal. Yeah, looking at it now. Looking at it now. I was, I was very confused by the deal at the time, but yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely. I just don't think the Rams thought they could win the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. I think that was the be all and end all. I think they wanted some experience and some arm power, and they thought, well, we'll get Stafford because it could probably serve up with weapons that they've got, and obviously Aaron Donald as well. So, mm. absolutely. Paul, I said on good, good morning football today. Sorry that um, his uh, Jared Goff had done the reverse Axel Foley. Going from LA to Detroit. <laughs> Sorry. Paul, I believe you have some stats for us to finish off the stats. Certainly do, Mr. Cook. So I'll begin with if the regular season ended today, it, it doesn't. The Bengals, 4 and 2, would be a wild card team and the AFC's fifth playoff seed. The Broncos, Three and three would be the conference third and final wild card, while the Chiefs, Browns, and Steelers wouldn't even qualify for the postseason field. Wow! <laughs> just doesn't just doesn't think it. The Los Angeles Rams defeated the New York Giants thirty-eight to eleven. The first time in the NFL's one hundred and two seasons that a game has ended with that score. There's actually a thing, there's actually a, um, a Twitter handle called Scorigami where they post the likelihood of games finishing in a, in a, in a score that's never happened before. Scott Hansen so, always talks about it on Red Zone. He's always like, if you're into Scorigami, here's one yeah. for you. Yeah. So, obviously, that's interesting. Let's see if we get another one next week. Uh, Lamar Jackson made a nice bit of NFL history, earning his 35th NFL victory in just his 43rd career start. No quarterback has ever racked up so many wins before turning 25. Jackson had been tied with Hall of Famer Dan Marino entering the weekend, but could put his mark on, but could put this mark way out there, given he won't be 25 until January the 7th. Wow. Yeah, I dare say he's going to be setting that bar, setting that mark quite high. Can't see them losing many games. Giants quarterback Daniel Jones gave the ball away four times, three interceptions and one fumble, and now has 45 turnovers in just 33 NFL games. 
shelf life in New York seems increasingly closer to expiring. And finally, the Panthers are 3-0 with all pro running back Christian McCaffrey. And 0-3 since he's been out with a hamstring injury. Unfortunately for Carolina and fantasy fans, McCaffrey, who was hurt in week three, only went on injured reserve Saturday, meaning he won't be able to return before week nine. That's basically just killed anyone's fantasy season who's got him. Unless they've got a decent backup, which you definitely does not. (laughs) There we go. That's the stats for week six. Can officially close the book on week six. So all that leaves is for us to talk about this week's games, week seven of the 2021 NFL season. Um, I know personally, uh, I decided to scare the co-host yesterday by being like, here's my picks. Just sending them early. He was like, ooh. Um, I like to be I like to be as organised as possible. Um, less said about that, the better. Um, so I know for a fact that I've sent you some picks. I imagine that you have already done your picks, but Matthew, have you furnished Paul with any picks? Sir? I have not. No. No. Well, that I, I could have done. That only well, that can only mean one thing: live on air picks. Oh. Get your picks out. You love to see it. So, Matthew on the spot. Now, the week opens with the Thursday night football, as we're all aware. Ba, ba, now, ba, ba. Both me and Andy made this pick before it came out that. Baker Mayfield is out for week seven. As is Kareem Hunt. As is Nick Chubb. And Jarvis Landry is technically still on IR. Mm-hmm. He may return. He may not. Both me and Andy have picked the Browns in this one. <laughs> Do you want to join us, Matthew? Or are you picking the Broncos? Nah, I'm going to go here. I'm gonna. I did originally probably pick the Browns, but I'm gonna go with uh, Teddy, Teddy B on the Denver's. I think. I think let's let's be honest. If the Browns were at full strength, I don't even think this is a contest. I think Chubb would just run all over him. The fact that he's not playing yeah. and Kareem Hunt's not playing means they're back. Down, they're down to their third choice running back. I think Denver need to win after getting turned over by Vegas last week as well. Well, So Denver on a a three-game losing streak. Yeah. Uh, The only thing that I'd say is going for the Browns is the fact that the game's in Cleveland, which could help them technically with the home field advantage. But, yeah, I'm not feeling confident anymore. Right, we then move to Sunday night's games. And we have the Carolina Panthers mm. up against the New York Giants. Panthers. 
Yeah, no shock there. We've all gone for the Panthers. They're also riding a three-game losing streak, so will they be able to snap that? Let's wait and see, shall we? Next up, we've got the New York Jets travelling to New England to take on the Patriots. Just going off that stat you gave earlier, will they be able to get their first home win of the season? Is it, in New, is it in New York? No, it's in New England. Oh, it's in New England. That's a crap game, isn't it, this week? Um, yeah, put me down for New England. Patriots it is. Now, early, early uh, contender or potential game of the week where we have the Kansas City Chiefs travelling to Tennessee. Take on the Titans. What do you reckon? Tennessee. He's gone with the Titans. Yeah. And he's not alone in that fact. I also would pick the Titans. Like we said before, there's something not quite right with the Chiefs. And Derek Henry just looks a different a different gravy at the minute. So both me and Matt have gone for the Titans, whereas Andy has kept faith. With the Chiefs. Let's see how it comes out for him. Next up, we have the Washington football team taking on the Green Bay Packers. Washington, yeah? Is that Aaron I own you Rogers' Green Bay Packers? That might be. It might very well be that man, yeah. What uh, a loser. I, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of of like showboating and you know just being general sort of like you know fuck you sort of stuff but I for for every part of me that wanted to not love every bit of that and everything that's come out since I was like nah, I'm, I'm on board I'm, I'm a fan I loved it to make it even better I was just going to say to make it even better you only went and strapped on the old championship belt after he, after he scored his touchdown as well so yeah because he's been hanging out with, uh, he's, he's been hang, hanging out with his with his new friend, hasn't he? Old, old Bertie boy. Bert. Yeah, Bert Kreischer. Him and Bert Kreischer. Oh, like that. Of um, Do I even need to ask who you're taking for this one, Matthew? Nah, put me down for Green Bear. I mean. That's one of those games where we should be picking. We should be picking the team. We should be picking the number of points they're going to win the game by. Really, because there's absolutely no way. I mean, it's the it's the, it's the Bailey situation from the for the rest of the podcast. There is absolutely no way the Washington football team are getting anything in that game. Right. Next up, it's it's the battle of two UK-based franchises from the last two weeks. We have the Falcons. Versus the Dolphins. Falcons. Yeah, no shock there. We've all gone for the Falcons to get that particular win. I think I can see where you might be going with this next one as well, given your, uh, your Super Bowl pick from earlier. But we have the Cincinnati Bengals at Baltimore for a divisional matchup. Yeah, coming down for Ravens. Yeah, it's no shock we've all gone for the Ravens on that one. Big good game, that. Should be a good yeah, game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite liking 
Bengals football these days, and I really, you know, like I keep saying, like certain certain quarterbacks just fit certain teams. Joe Burrow's man, he is he is legit, especially in that in that team. He looks real good. Absolutely. Comparing him to uh, Drew Brees at dinner time, Joe Burrow. Interesting. He's in that mould. He's super super confident there. But yeah, it should be a good game. Right, next up, we have the Detroit Lions taking on the LA Rams. It is a return for Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford going up against his former employers. Rams. No shock there. Next up, we have the Eagles traveling to LA, uh, Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Uh, put me down for the Raiders. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> We've all gone for the same pick. Next up, <coughs> excuse me, we have the Houston Texans, the hapless Houston Texans, going up against the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. Um, put me down for what everyone else has put. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wow. <laughs> Tell you something. That that is one of those banana skin games where everyone's just saying everyone's just thinking, ah, oh, the Texans are shit. They're gonna get absolutely dicked on. And the Cardinals will just turn up and like like Kyler will throw like six picks within his first ten ten attempts or something But it ain't gonna happen, is it, let's be honest. Next up, we have a repeat of, I believe, a Thursday night game from last season where we have the Chicago Bears versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do I go with the Bears? Well, you tell me, Tariq. Tariq. No, because Tariq's not playing, I'm going to have to go with the books, unfortunately. That's the reason. reason. That is the reason. Yeah. Makes sense. That is the only reason. Because apparently Tariq is that good. And Andy Dalton as well. He's missing. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he definitely won't play, but yeah, we'll go with that. Okay, two games left. We move to the Sunday Night Football, and we have the rejuvenated Indianapolis Colts. Probably to San Francisco off the bye to take on the 49ers. I'm gonna go for the Niners to get the W. Home a pick. Staying loyal to the faithful. Of course he is. Loves it. Loves the Niners. Love me a bit of Jimmy G. And be Trey Lance, boy. Uh he's injured. I think I think Jimmy G's gonna get the start again. Watch this space, and finally, rounding out the week, we have off the bye the New Orleans Saints taking on the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks. Is, is this is this guy for real? Why not? Seriously. Yeah, you're back, you're back in Gino to not be shit. 
Hang on, is, is, Russ, is Russ not hustling? Is he injured? Oh, God, no. He's, he's very injured with his finger. Ah, oh, I forgot he's I got you injured. Got, he's got some sort of strapping on his finger that makes his middle finger just look like it doesn't exist. In fact, if you if you remember back when Mankind first debuted in the WWF <laughs> and he wore that thing that made his, like, his middle finger <coughs> into like a claw so he could do the mandible claw. The mandible claw. claw. That's basically what Russell Wilson's got, except he just got it with the middle finger. Well, he's not playing with that, even though Mankind would. No, I think it's his, it's his throwing hand, so he's basically buggered. Oh, uh, in that he case. Just can't grip, he, just, he just can't grip the ball. Thanks for the heads up, so in that case, I will go with um, Jimmis Winston and the Norleans Saints. Norleans Saints. And that... Ladies and gentlemen, is the end of that chat? Um, I have, uh, I have, I've floated the start of an idea down the uh, river to my co-host about a different, uh, additional method of scoring uh, games and things. Uh, I'm just working out a few kinks, but look out for that coming down the line. Should be a interesting, almost one that you could maybe a little bit of that on it, a little bit of that. <coughs> Skybet account versus Skybet account kind of deal. So the predictions are in, ladies and gentlemen. Week seven predictions, and uh, if you're playing the laces out drinking game, best take a shot because you know season's nearly over. It's practically the Super Bowl. Any other business, gentlemen? Anything from either of you good folks? Not from me, Mr. Cook. Right there. Right there. Uh, that leaves me then to say thank you to Matthew for joining us, going through uh, the, the ball from over the pond. Um, hopefully everybody's going to have an amazing fantasy weekend and uh, obviously an amazing fantasy football weekend as well. Oh! Who are we playing? Uh, I think I, I think I'm playing you, aren't I? Yeah. Is that is that? <laughs> sorry, sorry. My, team, my team's already set. I will be losing to you this week. Is what I meant to say. Probably, we, we probably don't need to go into why I'm playing against. Although I have made a uh, made a. Made a made a pickup from the waivers uh, this week, which has made some. It's made no difference. Come on, God, it's made absolutely no difference. I was in a a horrible situation where one quarterback on a bye and the other one out. I also needed a defense, so uh, so I had to sort that situation as well, but. If I weren't playing you, I'd, I'd do that Phil Waltz trade where oh. I learn you like hurts, you know. I used to love. A, I used to love a Phil Waltz trade. I'll give you this player this week. Shady Dillings. Right then, there we go. Job's done. It's in the bag. 
We will catch you lovely people next week when we're talking about the results of these games and we're talking about more games to come. The season will shape even further by next week. Thank you very much, gentlemen, and I will catch you next time. Bye. So there you go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Thank you for, to Matt for joining us and uh, giving us his predictions, season-long Super Bowl, and for this week's games. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can subscribe. It's an amazing thing, and uh, it's full of goodies, goodies galore. If you want to jump over to our website, it's thecookiecast.com. It's a little website, but it does have all our contact info, so you can get in touch with us and let us know how you're getting on. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.